1: That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff.
2: Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or
1: situations. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of Big Swinging, Glorious Setting, Career Besting, Water Splashing, Record Breaking, Tiger Taming, Rory Winning, Maybe eagle-making, green-jacketing golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just €15. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at (laughs) nowtv.com
0: presents an evening with the progressive box moon. yeah that's hugo tickling the ivories he just saved by bundling home and auto with progressive gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours hugo send her my condolences hi-oh this next one's for you too there's a burglar In my heart. Thank you.
3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or
0: situations.
4: (laughs) Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program?
0: Yeah, yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Tony, Tony Bruno, Bruno Show. Beautiful. 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 On the all-new TonyBrunoShow.com. Tap it. I didn't even kiss it. Okay. Is... What's her
2: name? What's with the rim shot in
4: there? A rental discretion is advised. Because you know what they say. You know what they say.
0: Look, she better know. Hello.
4: Hang around the gymnasium. Hello. You know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is.
2: Oh, yeah! It's like family. It's so like, like being in the Olive Garden. You yeah. guys are just like
4: family.
2: Ain't no thing. We have big enough. We have a big enough. That's the fact. John, he didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm mean, innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone. Go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is... You got a big one in there? Tony and Bruno. Tony and Bruno. Tony and
5: Bruno.
2: And good morning. From the frozen citrus capital of the world... Tampa, Florida. It is a Sunday morning. It's beautiful blue skies outside. And while everybody's freezing all over the country, guess what? We're freezing here in Tampa as well. It's Tony Bruno, the whole gang live at the Marriott Waterside, live from the college football championship game, which will be played tomorrow night in Tampa when the weather actually will get back to normal in the seventies. But a cold snap moved in yesterday, and we're talking like freezing temperatures in like Hernando. They actually had a freeze warning for the Florida Citrus, and you know what that means, right? That means orange juice prices will probably be going up next week. Yep. Because any excuse they can get, oh, we got a couple frozen oranges, let's jack the price up. So I would recommend running to the supermarket today if you're in, well, if you're in an area where there's a lot of snow and ice, you've already run to the supermarket and bought all the toilet paper, paper the bread, and of course the milk, milk and the eggs.
3: So that you can make fantastic French and toast. And if you're Luigi. Because apparently you get a craving for French toast during...
2: Well, there's only Zephyr Hills Waller down here. Robin and Luigi didn't even know what Zephyr Hills was because they're not local yokels like you are. Meanwhile, Luigi would buy up all the flax if he were running to the supermarket in panic mode like a lot of people do whenever there's a storm coming, right? <laughs> it's like the apocalypse is coming because uh, there's uh, snow because it's wintertime. Right. And as I mentioned, the temperature actually went down. We were driving in this morning. It was 36 degrees outside in Tampa, Florida. 36 degrees and you know what that is
3: it is an outrage because we are supposed to be able to get warm enjoying the heat after coldness in philly and And people
2: down here are blaming us for bringing the cold weather with us like if there's one person to blame it's got to be luigi Luigi, I'm well, putting okay. this one on you, man.
3: I, I, I don't know if I can put it on <laughs> any one of us because technically, when we arrived, we, still had, we still had warm weather. Yeah, it was so beautiful. It, it was obviously somebody else that came and arrived after us that brought it. Was so we it, need no, to find out. Dean
2: came up from Clearwater, but right, I don't think he brought cold we weather. We need from to find there. out
3: who arrived 24 hours after we did from a cold place. It's their fault.
2: Exactly. You've got to blame somebody. You never can blame yourself. I've learned that over the last 10 years. Never blame yourself. It's always somebody else's fault because we live in an age of nobody having accountability for their own actions. So I'm going to start using that motto, a mantra. I'm not responsible for my own actions anymore. Anything that I do that is wrong is not my fault. Remember that. I like the show. Thank you. So do I. Scott Starner's here. Dean is here from Clearwater. Luigi's here. He had breakfast, so he's okay today, I think. Are you all right now, man? I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. We didn't, we didn't go out and roll last night. We stayed home. Which is upset. Had some great pork and beans. Not the canned pork and beans from Campbell's. No. no. No, this was tremendous. This had real ham hock in there, man. This was pulled pork, and
4: it was imported from Orlando. Yeah, bonfire's really hooked us up. Danny Dow drove it with his cornhole boards. We played cornhole in the with dark pe- with peacocks. peacocks.
3: I have video of playing cornhole with peacocks. Who can say that? Isn't they that played a good group? Isn't that an peacocks? old band, cornhole
4: with, cornhole
2: with Peacocks? I think I saw them at the Fillmore, yeah. <laughs> no, they're the T L A this weekend. <laughs> I, I think it's a, I think it's gonna
4: be a new podcast, the Cornhole with Peacocks. Cornhole I, mean. with peacocks. I think
2: they're opening for Arctic monkeys. <laughs> yeah, coming up soon, because it is the Arctic, even here in Tampa where it's thirty six degrees. But it will go up and into the fifties today. Cornhole, with peacocks. cornhole <laughs> with peacocks. Here comes a block of cornhole You know somebody's gonna be listening, peacocks. going, "Oh, that's
3: a great name."
2: It's the new microbrew. It's, it's my out. new album. I come, I'm gonna, I'll be selling my mixtape of cornhole with peacocks disc that I cut
1: last I night. I thought that was your autobiography. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but think, think, I know. Seriously, look at. Think of all the uh, double entendres right there. Cornhole oh yeah, throwing the vultures. Throwing the, the vultures
2: vult- were in the trees this morning. And uh, we're getting ready for the college football championship. But, of course, we kicked it off in the National Football League yesterday. And the reason we made our show earlier, not because we wanted to get up with five hours sleep after working until 1.30 in the morning, and Robin was editing stuff all night, because we wanted to get this show started. Because we know when the NFL games, when the Steelers and Dolphins start playing at 1 o'clock this afternoon, you know, everybody's going to be watching a game. So we want to give people a chance to have brunch with Bruno here in Tampa. So we
1: get up early. And Luigi doesn't like getting up early, even though he has to a lot. No, I love getting up early. It's you just do. Yeah, i got to get to bed early, though. I'm up at 5.30 in the morning every morning, Tony. Especially, Well, except for here, because we're going to bed a little bit later, so we need to recharge going the going to bed a lot later here. I would have went even later if you went out with me to Mons Venus last No, night no, now, no. Man. I
2: told you, man. We're not uh, doing Mons Venus. I'm trying to keep him away from trouble spots. Not supposed, that it's a bad place. You're supposed place.
1: to be down here taking me under your wing. Show me how to flock my peacock feathers. Exactly. And you're keeping me inside like a house cat, man. Even the peacocks were, were putting their feathers away. It was
2: so cold last night. Even they didn't yeah. want to get those them. They didn't want to put the tail feathers up. It yeah. gets cold back there. You see uh. the wardrobe I brought with me down here, man? Are you kidding me? I told you to check the weather. It was going to get cold. Dean texted me and said it was going to be the coldest four days of the year. They're
1: not dancing outside, Holmes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I didn't bring my boy shorts. That's how uh, cold I knew it was going to uh-huh. be. I left my boy yeah, shorts. Yeah,
1: but pantomonium would hook you up, man. They brought shorts down. That's true. That's not true. Not boy
2: shorts, though. They don't have any of those yet. No, nope, not yet. Nope, not yet. I need one of those uh, th- those Brazilian those. man thongs. You <laughs>
3: could. Pantamonium could make boy shorts because the inside of the female skorts are these fantastic little stretchy things. Are you those calling those could boy
4: shorts? Is that what you're saying? Board boy? Or boy. Board? No, boy well, Boy shorts.
3: The boy shorts, it's it's an inside joke.
5: Not boy shorts.
3: Tony, um, instead, he didn't wear Speedos. He would wear diving trunks, which are long. Real tight. You know, they're tight. You know, when you're
2: snorkeling and stuff, you don't want that drag of your... These guys who wear these bathing suits that go down under their knees... You can't swim in those. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they're, they're good swim- buoyancy. If you're like, if you're going to start sinking, they open <laughs> up like a parachute underwater. <laughs> but you have to have aerodynamics when you're a lean, mean snorkeling machine like I am. So when I go under the Caribbean, I don't wear the big trunks.
4: I wear the the, the, the you know, the, the tight fitting, and people call them boy shorts. That's what chicks. Yeah, wear. no, exactly. They, they they look great on my girlfriend. But um, I just uh, you know that great meal I saw in the media room doesn't really. That's it, not great anymore. That, that visual is in my head See, now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Meanwhile, Holly Rowe is going to join us, one
2: of the finest female broadcasters. She's doing sidelines at ESPN. She knows her college football. She knows her college hoops. She is a college expert. She's going to join us here today. Meanwhile, we also have to go back to yesterday, and we will give out the locks. Yesterday, I told everybody that I was going to give you guaranteed stone-cold NFL playoff locks, and our buddy Jose from Norristown called in. And we allowed Jose to make his selections. And let's go back to the tape now. The, the first game yesterday, of course, was your Detroit, uh, Detroit Lions. No, actually, it was the first game was the Oakland Raiders. Correct. Against the Houston Texans in Houston in NRG Stadium. Texans minus four. And I started it by asking Jose this question. What do you like,
0: Other Jose? That, I like the Raiders. He's going with the Raiders.
2: The Raiders with Connor Cook. Well, their defense better make tackles today, all right? Because they're putting a lot of pressure on your offense, and their two wide receivers are banged up, and their defense in the last game against Denver couldn't tackle me. They missed like 20 tackles in that game. Listen, I love the Raiders. I just don't see them winning this game. Seattle and Detroit, the latest line I have is it's still, what is it, uh, seven and a half Seahawks favorite over the Lions.
0: I like the
2: underdog. I will take the line. Wow. It's a dog day afternoon and evening for Jose. You He's going Jose. double dog dare down, double dog daring you to take the two dogs. This isn't a... I don't have any vested interest in this game. I'm giving you stone-cold guaranteed locks. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, Seattle will lay a beat down on the Detroit Lions and cover the number easily. Hit the stone-cold lock right there. Lock it in. I'm going to go with both favorites today. No, yeah, I'm going to go with both favorites. I don't think Oakland's going to be able to, to keep this game close. As bad as Houston is offensively with Brock Osweiler, I just don't think the Raiders are playing good enough defense.
1: No, this is the bottom line. You can't put Connor Cook up against a starting NFL defense and expect him to win a game. You you just can't do it. If he does, it'll be one of the great
2: stories of the postseason. You can't do it. Beautiful. So there you have it. Not only did I say to Jose, who we respect and love and admire, that he was making a mistake by going double dog dare Saturday, taking both underdogs. What up? I said... We've got to take both favorites. And that doesn't happen.
1: A lot of times the dog will cover. The dog will hunt. Well, the second dog, Detroit, should have covered if they didn't completely the No, they sh- yeah. should have covered. They were covered.
2: They were smoked, as I said it on the show. It was a double-digit biblical beatdown.
1: Can't a man who went one and one and has to pay juice feel salty and have a little bit? No, just, come you on, man. can't.
2: Seriously, because he's... you went against me, and I told you yesterday. I didn't go against This <laughs> is <laughs> not was... a personal shot here, but, Tony. I, but I made my picks. You made your picks. And I said both favorites would win, and I guaranteed it. I gave them away for free, and I guaranteed you picks, and we have one more that has to come through, or else I will have to give you the, All-Star, the NBA All-Star Game, the three-point competition, the slam dunk contest, the NHL All-Star Game, the Pro Bowl, and of course the skills competition at the Pro Bowl results, absolutely free. And that's normally a fifty-nine ninety-five value, if you call my special at 900 number. But I'm going to give that to you free
1: <laughs> if I don't get the next pick. We're, we're not releasing any Triple Crown picks because those exotics pay big, big money. Oh, no, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's way too
2: you, early. You it's, pay you, it's only January. It's only you January. You
4: don't get those on a pre-recorded message. Well, I Glo- haven't even <laughs> looked at the horses yet. The Globetrotters are coming to Orlando as well next week, so I want to get that broken down.
2: Oh, yeah. I will. I guarantee a Globetrotter <laughs> victory. <laughs> I, like I don't know. The, the the gen- I like <laughs>
1: general. I, like <laughs>
3: gen- I, like <laughs> I like the
2: house.
1: No, I don't know, man. I like the Generals plus 91 and a half, to be honest Is Red Clot still coaching the Generals? I don't think they I don't think they play the Washington
2: Giants. Is Curly still no. playing? Unbelievable. No, no. Can you name one Globetrotter now? A but the Globetrotters, one? Uh, the Globetrotters. <laughs> do they have point spreads on Globetrotter games yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holly Rowe's going to come in here and join us in a few minutes. Outstanding broadcaster, sideline reporter, who's had a lot of stuff going on in her life. But she's been at ESPN not as long as I was. She started there in 98, but she's from Utah. Unbelievable sports career. And a great lady, so she's going to join us. She'll be doing the sidelines tomorrow night at the national championship game
4: from Alabama, Utah. Clemson. From Utah, that's for Selden Young. Shout out to Selden Swan Princess. You know the big, or the biggest pantomime client is also from Utah. I didn't know there he were that many, so many awesome. cool people. I, so,
3: do, do you know that this? Thing I didn't
4: know Swan. I know the
2: Swan and the Princess hotels over at Disney, <laughs> but I didn't know I didn't know about the Swan. I didn't. I thought it was a movie. I thought it was just a Disney movie, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Right, no, it's, it's a series a, of it's a, movies. Like it's eight, an entire
3: right? franchise, yeah. and and it started off with Disney, which my daughter loved. I mean, it started off as a ballet, um, Swan Lake, Swan right? Lake. Uh, which I, which I think, I think uh,
1: Luigi has seen Swan Lake like five times. No, I've never seen Swan Lake, man. Really? Beautiful. I've Beautiful taken a music. Swan dive into a lake <laughs> a few
3: times, <laughs> but I've never. Seen... But,
1: but... Wait, we have breaking news. Yes, I have some. I have some news for you in the Globe Trotter line. There is a line in yes. the Globe Trotter. Gig. So there was this. This came from MGM, man. Uh, this is when they played the World All Stars, formerly known as the Washington Generals. Right. The Globetrotters were a mere five and a half point favorite, <laughs> but the over/under was 175 and a half. They didn't cover. The last time the Glo- but the last time the Globetrotters lost was January 5th, which was not too long ago, 1971. Exactly. I, t- think they th- wow. I think that
2: game was rigged. They threw it, and there was a point shaving scandal, much like the Boston College one of not that they, long ago. They
1: trailed by they trailed by 12 with two minutes to go, and, sta- and staged a furious rally, but lost
4: 199. Wow. Would you get a refund if you went to that game? And you wa- Actually, you should get more money. To be at the only game they ever lost would be exactly. awesome. I think the last time they lost,
1: I don't even know if it was them. I think they might have played at the, the Clint City Tropics. <laughs> That's <laughs> who they played. <laughs> With coffee black.
4: Is it me or did you, did, I grew up thinking that no, like if you're the greatest basketball players on earth, you play for the Harlem Globe uh, the Globetrotters. I mean, I always thought that.
2: Well, not necessarily. I mean, a lot of the Globetrotters are guys who had NBA careers or guys who couldn't be NBA players and just have remarkable skills of ball handling and passing. And you have to have some theatrical ability. You know, right. then a lot of people play basketball, yeah. but to play for the Globe Trotters, you got to have entertainment
1: value. You got when they bring the person on the court, they get the bucket of water, to go throw us confetti. Exactly. It's yeah. fun,
3: man. It's fun. You can't have I just remember those commercials playing all the time. They never, I never see Globe Trotter commercials yeah, anymore. Yeah, they
2: do. When they come to your local town, they'll Wait, they'll do some local can commercials. Can you
3: find the iconic music?
2: Oh, the Sweet Georgia Brown.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, Sweet Georgia and it was Brown, the,
3: and the the whistling.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it was Sweet Georgia Brown. And Curly would do the circle around yeah, the middle. I mean, the, you know,
3: I'm old school, I so. I can't whistle worth crap.
4: Yeah. Meadowlark Lemon, Curly Neal, the original yeah. Globetrotter guys. I saw the, I brought that up because it, I was flipping through the channels, and I saw them playing the, who, the All-Stars or whatever, oh, and they won right. by two.
3: Listen, here it is, here it is.
0: Sure having himself a ball.
2: I loved it. The Globetrotters were like in Gilligan's Island. Yes. Back in the day. That's yeah. when it officially jumped the shark,
1: when, no, when the no,
3: Globetrotters no. showed up in the Gilligan's be, Island. And they they would be guests on all the different cartoons, yeah. like on Big oh, Al, yeah. Albert, Scooby-Doo, and Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Did they
4: go in the mystery uh, got, meat van or the mystery oh, yeah, meat locker? The meat locker. Right. Globetrotters aren't meats, man. They, they, got high in the, they got high in that van. You know they went <laughs> into the mystery van with the Yeah. Glo- you know,
2: anyway, bad. as the Globetrotters, we will have a. I'll give a free Globetrotter pick, too, if I don't make knock I'm going to give you all four wild card weekend locks. We're two in, two more to go. First game starts at one o'clock, which is why we're doing an early show for you, not for us. No. Trust me, I'd rather sleep in till noon if I could. I hate, but we haven't been able to sleep in till noon at all because we're here working hard for you in the media center. So don't forget to take care of us on your way out, please. <laughs> Unless you go to Mon's Venus with the uh, Luigi, and I'll take care of you where there's no alcohol. <laughs> But you still have to take care of the the waiters and waitresses, like Dean does when he goes there.
1: 23 months, 0% APR. I think
2: Dean's a 2001 guy. I don't think he's a Mons guy. Right, Dean? Mons or 2001? Yeah, because there's a couple of... Ronald Dale Mabry, right near Raymond James Stadium. In the shadow of Raymond James Stadium, some of the iconic, legendary establishments, as we like to call them, here in Tampa Bay, which people know around the country. This is not just local knowledge, Luigi. The Mons Venus is going Oh, no, no, it's home. national. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
4: Everyone, they, you, you fly into Orlando and hang there, but when you want those kind of clubs, you always come to Tampa Yeah, but I got to go, or... man. It's like going to Paris and not seeing the Eiffel Tower, man. It's I, impossible I, I gotta, not I to see the Eiffel Tower. I, yeah, well, it's impossible not to go
1: to Mons Venus. So they got a lunch crowd or what, man? Uh, probably. <laughs> okay. There's always a crowd
2: in there, especially when there's tourists in town for a big event like the <laughs> yeah. national championship game. Oh, yeah. Or yeah the they, they fly
3: in extra girls.
2: Yes, they do. Yeah. They do at the Super Bowl, you know. Mm-hmm. They fly them in. Absolutely. Yes, they do. So now we'll, uh, so yesterday we gave you the two guaranteed locks. And how about, I mean, listen, I, Connor Cook actually started playing better later in the game, but the Raiders couldn't do anything against that defense. And now that defense will find out whether they're going to New England after their results today because obviously the Patriots are the one seed, and they will play the lowest seed standing, right? That's how it works. So we know that they're moving on. Pittsburgh, by the way, the first game today at Miami. I have inside information on this game. I have inside information is, is this, on this is game. Is it
3: breaking news? This or? is
2: breaking news. As you know, it's going to be cold in Pittsburgh. It's really cold in Green Bay. Wait, it's cold snowing. in Pittsburgh breaking news? No, that's not the breaking <laughs> news. Cold in Tampa is breaking news. It, it's okay? breaking me right now. Freezing Citrus is breaking news.
1: Freezing Citrus.
2: I think that's another band that's playing here tonight. Freezing. They'll be at the media party tonight. Yeah, they
1: are giving out gold. Freezing Citrus is opening up for, uh, for, for Cornhole Peacock. Corn,
4: yeah, the cornhole Peacock plane, and plane Frozen with peacock. and
2: Freezing Citrus tonight. And Dean will be there... Uh, with t- 20,000 other people because he heard Freezing Citrus was in town from Hernando <laughs> and he says I gotta go there man I got season tickets, <laughs> <You are up laughs>
6: tickets. season tickets
2: <laughs> so what's the, what's the scoop tell me so, no, the it, line it keeps going up because Pittsburgh is now in some places 13 point favorites over the Miami Dolphins. It's a lot, man. It opened at minus 10, Pittsburgh, and obviously the Dolphins laid a biblical smackdown on them. Jay Ajayi ran for 200 plus yards in that first game, and, but that was in Miami in October. This is Pittsburgh in January, mm. and they ain't be wearing any shorts. Oh, well, you know, the manly men will be wearing shirt sleeves, right? The alignment. Yeah, yeah. you'll see all the wimpy dudes, the receivers and stuff. They'll have the hoodies on. They're, they'll have full
4: body armor on. They run back to the sideline and get the full parka. Get yeah, exactly. On. Yeah, Yeah, they're fighting over the warm spot in the bench. Like, yeah, that's right. And be. then
2: Green Bay is absolutely frigid. It's below zero. Pittsburgh's like zero with the wind chill. That's what it's supposed to be. These are cold weather places and they're outside. There's no domes. The kickers are going to have to worry. The, the Miami Dolphins kickers were working with frozen footballs this week to try to get ready for the conditions. That's how you prep, man. Yeah. You, you can't have a nice, nice tight foot. You go, go out and you make them frozen so that the, the kickers can understand what it feels like kicking a frozen ball. And remember, the Miami Dolphins have not been in the playoffs in seven years. It's incredible. Man. So Pittsburgh, and I got inside information on Pittsburgh, which is going to absolutely blow you away. And that's why I will make my pick on this program today and guarantee you a third consecutive win or you know what the package is of free selections coming up for the next couple of months.
4: Yeah, I'm rooting to lose that now. I, that package is so good, I want you to get one wrong. No, nobody wants me to get <laughs> no, one <nobody> wrong. <laughs> my reputation, cash, yeah. my,
2: my, Mr. Monday Night, which I made famous long before the wrestler stole it from me and then went out, who was the wrestler called himself Mr. Rod Van Dam stole Mr. Monday Night from me. Now I never jumped off a uh, the turnbuckle into a folding table, kind of stuff. But I did something <laughs> harder. I guaranteed victories every single week. I didn't chant ECW when Rod Van Dam was jumping off at
4: the old ECW arena in South Philadelphia, not that far from where we live, Miss Robin. And have you, you have to win. You have to win Monday night. So that's key. That, if you're going to be the man, that's the, that's the man. That's the night to do it because Monday night. Speaking about being the a man. Nick Saban, one of the coaches. The coaches had
2: another news conference today.
3: Hey, who's that cat coming down to I don't know.
2: No, That's the... a Harlem Globetrotter. They yeah, just started playing. That's I'm right. Sorry. The <laughs> Globetrotter's <laughs> always right ready to show. They'll come in here and actually put on a little exhibition if they were in town. Yeah, I
4: was going to start dribbling right there. I just...
2: They're coming here on the 22nd? Oh, perfect. Oh, uh, we got to come back for that. Oh, 22nd of February. That's oh, another, yeah. sp- another reason to come back yeah. down to Tampa. Spring training will be
4: underway. Mm-hmm. The weather will we'll have 30 degree temperatures. Yeah. It's my mom's <laughs> birthday. We'll make up whatever excuse we have to.
2: And then uh, Luigi will get to go to Disney for more than one day. He'll yes. get to do all the
1: parks, he'll get to do uh,
2: See
4: Animal that? Kingdom. You say
1: Disney, am I, am I, and the, the yeah, cheeser yeah. just comes right up. Exactly. Man. Me the too. happens, man. Yeah, Me too. Good.
3: I, I really do want to videotape him going on his first roller coaster ride though. Yes, not, we will. I'm not gonna let you exploit that on yesterday. Well yes, we no. yeah, you are. Why? You're getting in with us. You're we're exploiting it. We're going no, we're not taking no. him in, I don't want the
2: teacups. I can't do spinny no. spinny rides. I can do extreme coasters, multiple Gs. But
3: the spinny rides. I can just, do
2: inversions, all those things, but I cannot do rides. What is rides. it
3: about age that all of a sudden makes you not be able to do that anymore?
4: Um, I don't know, but it, that's pretty much how it is. As soon as my dad hit that certain age, he couldn't. It's no, no more roller coasters. It, no, I, no I, mean, I can do I'm roller coasters. I'm ready to go.
3: Roller coasters oh, are spinny. fine. It's the spin. Oh, yeah. I can't
4: do spin anymore. I can't
3: rides. do the spins anymore. I used to do, oh, used
2: to do those hell hole rides where you stand up against the wall no. and the thing goes around yeah. and around, and then the gravity keeps you up. They lower that the That just floor. makes me call sick thinking it. The Gravitron. The Gravitron. I call it the hell hole back the hellhole. in the day. Yeah. That's what that ride was called. So I call that where I live. I call the Phillies the hell hole right now because of the weather. But anyway... Enough of that. So today, the coaches had another news conference right across the street of the convention center. And Nick Saban, speaking of wrestling, Nick Saban dropping a little uh, Ric Flair. Be the man. You got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. Woo. That was Nick Saban woo. a short time ago, recorded exclusively by the Tony Bruno Show Live microphones. Now he didn't actually say that, but he paraphrased Rick Flair. Mm-hmm. He didn't say if you want to be the man you got to beat right. the man. He says if you want to I got to find the exact quote. But it's obviously he, he Nick Saban is not a guy who has a vivacious personality. Think of Bill Belichick. You know, he doesn't really say much, very low key, right? Some some people say droll. He's droll. He's not a he's not a fun guy. Droll. Nick Saban Right? It's would great. you say he's a fun he's, guy?
1: He's uh hes very
4: Bill Belichick. That's yeah, exact, That's exactly. exactly. He never, he's an exact clone. Man. You would never use the word like warm and fuzzies for him. No, but, and, him, but you I know.
3: dry. But
2: Bill dry. Belichick in in private. Now I've I've been at in, 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 in events with Bill Belichick. Sure, in the off season, dinners and stuff. I actually heard and, he's a pretty funny he, guy. Oh yes, he, he is. But when he's in work mode, which is dealing with the media and coaching. He, the, the, you, that's why you look at Belichick and you never see any different expressions. You don't know whether they're winning or losing when they show a, shy, a sideline shot of Bill Belichick. And that's what a coach is supposed to look like. Though. Exactly. Can't and show Nick Saban's emotion. the same way. Nick Saban is one of those guys who's just, he's just locked in. And so a lot of people don't like him because they consider that arrogance. A lot of people don't like Belichick because they say, "Ah, oh, look at the guy. He's, you know, he doesn't like the media. He doesn't answer any questions. And Nick Saban's the same thing. He's pretty droll. He doesn't, he doesn't See, give I don't you think anything y- juicy.
3: Uh, droll is the wrong word, Tony. I just looked up the definition. What's droll mean? Droll means curious or unusual in a way that provokes dry amusement, a jester or entertainer, a buffoon. So that would not be... No, you're right. I'm
2: glad you looked that up. Droll dull. Maybe dry. just remove... About the- dry.
3: Dry just like is good. Dry sense—if you just, just, you know—but
2: he doesn't have a dry sense of humor. He
3: has no sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, I wouldn't even use dry. Humorless?
2: Like humorless. <laughs> Blah. But that's what—that's not his job. It's not his job isn't to entertain us. My job is to entertain. Correct. Nick Saban's job is to win national championships and have people hate him because he wins national championships. And,
1: and <laughs> he's
2: good he's unfortunately, not a good
3: job. <laughs> there are too many people on the radio who are also dry. They don't entertain. They need—they don't have to.
2: Them. Not everybody has to entertain.
3: Well, they should. If well, you're on should. your radio, you should, enter, you should be an entertainer. There are some
2: people who just want facts. They just want information. And I gave you that, too. I told you, I'm going to give you information on this Pittsburgh-Miami game that you're not going to get anywhere else.
4: Tony you Bruno can, on NPR would not
2: work. No. Well, <laughs> I would, actually. They would actually have people who listen to somebody who didn't sound like they were just waking up now, and you, needed an enema.
3: You, didn't you guess? No, it wasn't on NPR. It was on... Um, what was the news station on uh, in LA that would have you guest on every now and then?
2: That was the Good Day LA show.
3: No, not the not the T V, the radio. Didn't you fill in for somebody? Oh, a couple on, on
2: uh, KFI, but KFI. That's, just, that's a talk station. That's not an NPR. That's not a public radio network.
3: Yeah, but it's still it, that's it, no, it's of entertaining
2: form. talk. It's entertaining talk radio. It's not.
3: <laughs> what in God's holy name
6: are you blathering about? I don't know. I don't
2: even uh, listen to whatever you want. I've been on NPR because I have that kind of intellectual level that you can bring to an NPR, but an entertainment faction that you can bring anywhere else. You know what I mean? I'm like, sometimes I go NPR and give you stats right. and bore you to death, and then sometimes I bore you to death and then get you a little bit more uh, You uh, have variety. Uh, it's a var- better variety. Yes. Like a lot of radio stations who are changing their formats on Monday morning. Tomorrow morning, when you wake up in many cities in America, which is interesting about our business... Mm. You'll hear radio stations that you heard last week when they were playing Christmas music. Now all of a sudden, with new formats, oh, new yeah. call letters, new morning shows, all these companies blow now, out their. Now without what they do. commercials. They were no fewer commercials. <laughs>
4: no, they cut. Uh, uh, a lot of them will change to Spanish. That's what happens in Florida. Where, yeah. you, yep. can't, uh, you can't. You can't. don't speak the language of your favorite radio station um, that you listen to on Friday, on Monday. The, uh, on, it's just crazy. Or a lot of them what just. The new I don't know what's going on
2: out there. It's called the economy and radio stations need more money and more commercials. Speaking of that, we'll get into the college football argument that's going on around here in Tampa concerning college football games because people complain about it. You know, you, you can't watch an NFL game now without the officials getting ripped. Oh, that was a bad call. Like yesterday, watching it, that was a makeup call. There were some missed calls in the Raiders game against Houston. People were screaming about the officials. Oh, and Dean were there, like, oh, it's a makeup call. Remember, there's a bad pass inter- There was no pass interference, and then the next play, when there wasn't pass interference, they called a pass interference. And then you had Paul Richardson. Putting on a clinic. What an unbelievable performance wow. that was. Even though he face-masked on the touchdown. It's still pass, a hell of a catch, man. It was an unbelie- unbelievable. He made three unbelievable catches. Paul Richardson, the guy who used to be the organist at Veterans Stadium <laughs> in Philadelphia, <laughs> yeah. now a great Dusted wide receiver. Dusted off the pipes. Dusted off the pipes <laughs> for
1: one night only. He came out. Hey,
2: here, and here comes Holly. I'm out. All right. Then, let, uh, walking up and joining us now, as I've been mentioning, let me give her a hug. Holly Rowe. I haven't seen her in forever. How are you? Oh, my right? gosh.
5: Do you know that I used to be like a runner for um, Wait a minute, sit down here. I've got to be by the microphone, ah! that makes sense, be by the microphone. No, you were working for ESPN Radio, and I was a young runner at different events, and I would just help out and run, st- do stuff for uh, Ted Ganji when he mm-hmm. was producing or doing help stuff with your show. So, I no, I've been stalking you for many years. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah. It's great to have stalkers. <laughs> no, but I mean, and, and, and you've done such a terrific job. And I'm, we're not here just to have, like, a mutual admiration society, but I, I've admired you, and I remember when... You swear to ESPN. But you can do everything now. So you started at sidelines in college. But you are. Everybody in, in, in college sports knows Holly. Everybody in all sports now because you're so terrific at what you do.
5: Oh, I appreciate that. I just did gymnastics this week, and I had the best time. I met Mary Lou Retton, and I literally cried. I was like, Mary Lou, you're so important. <laughs> to me. I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I'm crying. I'm sorry. I crazy. think you
3: and I are probably around the same age. Yeah. I rem- I mean, she, she was, was everything. It, she was everything. She was the
5: bomb. I know, and we take a picture. I'm a small person. I'm 5'3", and she came up to my no. armpit. I was like, wow. she's tiny. <laughs> okay, sorry. You, just
2: exactly what you thought you were getting
5: from me, Mary Lou talk, right?
2: Exactly. No, but that's what I'm saying. You can do gymnastics. Yep. You do volleyball. You do everything. Women's college basketball, and not just as a sideline reporter, but play-by-play. Play. I mean, you're doing everything. And you know, Beth Faber is a great friend because we were at ESPN and, and, and I love to give respect to people who work hard and don't get the kind of recognition like people like Beth Faber who's been a producer at ESPN for 25 She's years incredible. and she does everything Yes, you know, and she hasn't been on the air in a while but she did stuff on the air she did voiceover stuff and those are the people that don't get the recognition at least now with you doing all the stuff you're doing people recognize you and everybody that I know that knows you loves you i mean that's the thing about it when you when you when you have the respect of your peers and the admiration of your peers you know you're doing something right
5: oh that's good it's and it's important i mean i i want people to respect what you're doing i think that's really important but i'm having a blast that's why i do all those different sports it's really selfish is it's fun it's, and now you're like
2: from it. utah right yes
5: yes Salt Lake City, Utah. How about this? So, Steve Sarkeesian, the new offensive coordinator for Alabama, I covered him as a quarterback at BYU.
2: Wow. So, when
5: I was starting, I worked for the BYU Blue and White Sports Network, and so I covered his um, Cotton Bowl season. You know, he went, I think they finished 10-2, and went to the Cotton Bowl, really good quarterback for BYU. So, it's been really interesting to watch his journey, and I'm, I'm kind of pulling for him to have a good week this week and do, and do a great job. Now, Maybe Robin
2: actually has inside Steve Sarkeesian knowledge.
3: Nice. Let's hear it. I went to West High School where in L.A., and I was in the same grade as his younger sister, Amy. Oh.
5: Oh, and is so that I, Torrance? Because yes. I know his parents live in Torrance. And so I partied with Steve. And oh, I, oh, yeah. So blame Robin
2: yeah. for some of the issues <laughs> oh, that Steve Carst-Sarkeesian oh, has experienced in his lifetime.
5: <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's so funny, but, but his parents still live in Torrance. I, I'm living yeah. in Hermosa Beach right now, so I'm kind of in that same area.
2: You know, I used to live in Venice Beach, and then I moved back to Philly like a dope where it's oh, freezing yeah. cold. Why and yeah. Uh, the and you can't have park. a
5: very large
3: family, and yes. I, I had a major crush on Steve. I actually
1: have audio from Steve.
2: We have Steve Sarkeesian audio?
3: Let's hear him.
4: Back
1: in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, that's funny because um, we were at the Peach Bowl last week and they were having a practice, and I went up to Jalen Hurts. He was kind of standing on the side, the Alabama quarterback, and I said, hey, when Steve Sarkeesian takes over next year as your coordinator, I want you to go and look up old film of him playing at BYU because you don't know how good he was as a quarterback. And I want you to have this level of respect for him that, like, when he says something, he's been in your position and done what you're doing. So respect him. Well, it came a lot sooner, but I'm very proud to say that I heard Tom Rinaldi report yesterday that Jalen looked him up on YouTube and, and studied Steve as a player. So I love it.
2: And you talk about B- BYU quarterback. I mean, Steve Young. Go uh, down the list.
5: No, it was the factory. Jim McMahon. I mean, it was the factory. And that offense, you know, that um, they actually just laid Lavelle Edwards to rest yesterday, and I, I wish I could have been there, but that offense is really the birth of the Air Raid offense. So I had a chat with Hal Mummy, who kind of was the father of the Air Raid which everyone's running now in college mm-hmm. football almost and he said he was watching the Holiday Bowl of BYU. Jim McMahon brings them back. They beat SMU with the Hail Mary pass, and some of those passing concepts, those route concepts he stole from BYU in that offense in that game and they still are running those same routes in the Air Raid today like K- Cliff Kingsbury. Oklahoma's running it. TCU's running it. You know like it's everywhere.
2: And that's why college football has changed because I remember remember when I was in Alabama, it was like wishbones everywhere. Nobody right. threw the football. And now everybody throws the football in college football, which leads us to the next question, which is the complaints concerning the length of the games. Everybody does it. Baseball games are too long. And I know you, and people say, get rid of the commercials. Well, you can't because the networks pay so much for rights fees. That's why there's so many commercials. But I'm going to ask you this question, because one of the ESPN writers at ESPN.com made this uh, interesting, breaking it down, because back in 2000 and 2013, the average game time of college football games is three hours and 17 minutes. Now in 2016, three hours and 24 minutes. To the fans sitting at home who don't care, it doesn't matter. But to people who say, well, these games are getting too long, what about the the, the changes that people are talking about as commercials, which isn't going to happen. No. But what about the first down, stopping the clock on every first down in college football, which they don't do in the NFL, or incompletions, because of all the throwing now in college football? In completions the clock stops too.
5: Right. I think there's ways that they could tweak that. Definitely the two that you mentioned. You know, but there's other ways. I mean, halftime is long. Part of that is because of the collegiate tradition with bands and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So could we shorten halftime? Absolutely. Could we shorten the amount of replay? You know, the length of replay, you know, there are unlimited part replays of in what college. people have talked about is the replay system. You know, I like it. I'm pro replay system, but it does take some time in certain games. So, you know, it, it's crept up incrementally. But um, part of it is nobody runs the football like they used to. But I think in this game, if Alabama wins, it's because they ran the football. Mm-hmm. Like the, if they run the football with Bo Scarborough, they'll win this football game.
2: Now, Holly Rowe, ESPN, will be doing it on ESPN sidelines. And our buddy Ian Fitzsimmons is going to be down there doing uh, the other sideline, the Clemson sideline, right?
5: Yes, yes. I'll be on Alabama. Ian will be on um, Clemson. And it's so fun because Ian used to have a radio show in Birmingham uh, maybe 15 years ago. And I used to be a guest on his radio show. (laughs) So it's really cool that I get to work with Ian now. So it's going to be fun. And
2: Ian was up at ESPN Radio with us back in the 90s when we started. Ivan So everybody that I've ever worked with, I said to Beth yesterday who was here, I said, I don't think there's anybody in the industry anywhere that i had don't have a connection with some way along the lines of the 100 years that i've been doing this well
5: that's a it's a testament to you and good for you that that you have these good connections and that you're still doing what you're doing because i loved your show i mean it was the late night show for a while and i would stay up because i was in utah you know so the time zone worked out so i could stay up and listen to your show and i just loved it forever well
2: thank you i know you've had a year ago actually you had your latest scare and a lot of people who've read about this who don't know it I mean two times you've gone through cancer treatment, and last year in January of two thousand and sixteen I mean it was a major major situation
5: yeah i'm still i 'm actually still going through treatments i 'm having uh, infusions every three weeks, but everything's going great, my scans have gone great, my energy's good. It's just the weirdest thing. You're like, okay, one day I'm in the hospital getting all these pokes and prods and scans and all this stuff, and then the next day I go fly out, and I'm an ESPN sideline reporter. It's been the weirdest life, you know, and the people in my in my hospital have no idea what I do or who I am, and it's just such a weird life, like you're balancing these two things right now, but it's good. Everything's going great. You, well, you look, look fantastic. Thank you. My hair's grown back in really so good. I was
3: actually going to ask you that because I,
5: I, I had...
3: I'd heard what you were going through, but I didn't realize how bad it was until I read more. And I'd seen you on the sidelines and I was like, Oh, I love her new haircut. It looks fantastic on her. And then I realized that it was, but I mean, like it's really working for you. I, people
5: are like, you need to keep it like this. You need to keep it like this. And I'm, I've had a lot of people on um, Twitter or whatever. They'll be like, why did you cut your hair? And I'm like, well, it fell out in handfuls. <laughs> That's exactly how I cut my hair. You know, it was so funny, but um, I'm glad it's working. Cause it op- working. you know, I, I did wear a wig for, for the first couple of games in the season, because I mean, I was really bald. Yeah. T- no offense, but I looked just like you. And, well, thank um, you. Except yes. with the, you didn't have a on. Yeah, the you look cuter because your goatee makes you look kind of bad. But um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't look as cute as you do. So I did wear a wig, but then it started kind of growing in. I had a little fuzz. And um, actually, Candace Parker of the LA Sparks, she kept seeing me without the wig on. She's like, go without the wig. You look so good. So she kind of encouraged me and, and gave me some courage to try it. And then and so I've gone without it since.
2: No, it's great. And and, and everybody's rooting for you. and But you look great. And then you've had. Thank now you. This is a rare form of melanoma, right? Yeah,
5: it's, it, you know, if I can do one little plug to everyone out there. So melanoma is a skin cancer. Right. The people who get this type of cancer I have are 65-year-old farmers. So covering your skin and not being in the sun, do not tan. Were you, I were just you a sunbather? Like, I was. You know, my generation, we went to tanning beds. I live in Utah, which um, the, uh, the elevation, uh-huh. Utah has the highest incidence of okay. melanoma. So because that's it's part so of it. so much closer to the sun. Exactly. And so if you're out, you need to be even more careful. Even more careful. And so I just beg people is, you know, you only get one skin and what I'm mm-hmm. learning is that just the dumbest thing can then spread inside your body and give you tumors inside your body. Now, and did it's you very see dangerous something
3: on the outside. Yeah. I just had a little,
5: it? a little, um, looked like a mole, like a red mole on my chest and uh-huh. I just thought it looked ugly. So I went to get it taken off and good. Thank goodness I did. Cause that was the start of it. Yeah. But you know, just no suntan in the world is worth what I've been going through. So I really encourage people to just wear sunscreen, cover up. It's, it's so important. Yeah. I, I, I don't tan period. <laughs> I'm,
3: a, I'm a natural redhead. So, um, I, I do the spray on and yeah. the spray that they have now are not
5: orange. If you yeah, do good no, one, it's good. And great. there's lots of other options right yeah. now. And I'm telling you, like, I've got some pretty nasty scars and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, tans are not worth all of this. No suntan is worth all of this. So cover up. And then if you have any doubts, get it checked out. I think a lot of us are like, well, maybe this is something, I don't know. Maybe this is, I don't know. When in doubt, check it out. Yeah,
2: and I go to the dermatologist every few years, and I have a bunch of things, that, you know, because you right. get older, right? And I, I, go out in the sun. I, I don't. I'm not one of these guys that goes and lays on the beach and wants to get golden and brown. Right. I get incidental sun, right. And I don't wear hats a lot, so my 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 head gets tan. You know, just naturally. The and the golden Italian, dome. So I, I'm, I don't use a lot of sun stuff, and I don't go out. And When I, when I go to the Caribbean, I mean, I'm yeah. totally covered up in, in sunscreen. Yeah, because
5: it's a cumulative thing. You know, as we age, all the sun damage you've had over your life, that's where you get, you know, start getting active cells. And the other that thing so. that you
2: pointed out that people don't realize, it, it's not just internal. If you get melanoma cancer... It it's internal. It's it, it affects it, it a lot kill of the glands. It's not just external.
3: It's it's it goes
5: if everywhere. It spreads and it goes right. into right. your So Jimmy them. Carter. I don't know if you guys have read about. So President Carter had melanoma. Started out as skin cancer on the outside of his skin, and he ended up with um, lesions on his brain. It spread wow. to his brain. So wow. he's now cured. This this new drug that they've got, which is what I'm on actually. Uh-huh. So I'm hopeful that I'm going to be cured soon. But. You know, so anyway, I know we got into it. We were on football talk. I How know, get no, 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 but I, want, I'm sorry. I wanted to, I wanted to it's just for tell everybody, the it people is. who
2: know and, and have read the stories, and I've been following yes. your career the whole time. and always see you on TV, you know, and then last, I know it was a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. January yeah. of yep. 16, exactly. when you went through, I'm talking about major, major evasive. Uh,
5: yeah, I have a on. new armpit. I call her Agnes. <laughs> Agnes, my new armpit. She's ugly. <laughs> I hate her. But just really quick, a lot of people are scared. They think
3: that getting checked means that they're going to have to have something horrible. Getting checked just means having a doctor look you up and down and go, it's easy. Eh, "I think you're okay."
5: Trust me, it's easier than having a brand new armpit <gasps> and having drains come out of your body. Like the, the other part of it is worse. So just get checked out. They and can then, easily scrape stuff yep. off you, cut it off before it gets invasive. And it's it's so painful. easy. Yes. Yeah, so I've had many things removed. If one person listening today gets something checked out because we had this conversation, yes. it will make me very happy.
2: Because everybody, you know, everybody's talking about this game. Everybody's right. talking about the football today, the NFL, yep. and you're going to be there tomorrow. So let's get back to the game. Football. Now, you're on the sideline, so obviously you don't have rooting interest here because you cover all these sports. You have no connection other than Steve Sarkeesian knowing right. him. But you're not there rooting because you're an objective reporter in your job. Is not to do what I do, which is give opinions, and well, you give opinions. I give predictions.
5: No, no, no. I don't do predictions, but I do like a good game. You know, obviously, we're selfish. We want a good broadcast. I Absolutely. think that's our rooting interest is we like a good broadcast. Um, but I like being on Alabama's sideline because I've had them a lot this year. I know their team very well. I'm able to see things quickly because of how they change. So I, I really like covering Alabama. It was interesting last year against Clemson. They were really worried about Clemson's hurry up and the speed of their tempo. And so they had these people, like, it looked like an army of Gatorade hydrators. They had these holsters around their waist with packs and Gatorade shoes and squirting stuff in people's mouths. And I was Wait, like, When Luigi okay. does that,
2: he has Gatorade well, yeah. packs it with him all the time. two, going to G2. Yeah, he doesn't have a
5: holster. Yeah, but, they, I mean, they have these big strapped bags around, ten people on the sideline. As the second kids come off, you watch. Yeah. You'll see this um, on the game that t- went Monday night. And I, I was like... Sabin has everything organized. He's so good. Like all his people are just the best.
2: Aren't they complaining about the cold like everybody else here? Because it was thirty six <laughs> degrees last night. Yeah,
5: practice was chilly yesterday, but the kids loved it. You know, they're out there steaming. Steam was coming off their bodies because it's cold and they're hot. But I think I would rather. I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't want
3: to like play in freezing freezing. Like in Green like Bay that today. <laughs> yeah, because you can't feel your fingers anymore. But I don't. I would rather play in nice cool weather mm-hmm. than
5: in the heat. Yeah, I agree. I think the temperature is actually going to be perfect yeah. for this yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. And it will actually be helpful to these guys with their conditioning. You know, sometimes your conditioning is a little off after the long layoff between the regular season and the beginning of bowl season. Last so.
2: question. I know you got to run, Holly. Okay. I really appreciate your time. The good thing about this show is we don't have to worry about breaking every five minutes for perfect. commercial breaks. I know.
5: I was like, this is so lovely to just chat.
2: Exactly. That's what we do. Uh, last year, a game, 85 points. Nobody's expecting that because both defenses are good and alabama 's offense isn't as high powered as it was, but their defense up front is tremendous and the question is turnovers because Clemson's turned the ball over a lot and found ways to escape and games that they but so and I know I know Dabo said we can't turn the ball over against Alabama because you saw what happened with Washington that's going to be the key here right I mean there's no way Clemson can turn the ball over and expect to beat this team
5: I think you have boiled down the most important thing for the game. That's the question for the game. So yesterday at practice, and part of the time at practice, I was watching the offense because I wanted to see how the play calling and all that with Steve Sar- Sarkeesian was going. But while I watched defense yesterday, they had five interceptions on their scout team for Alabama. So to me, that's the whole game. They're, this team has scored, I think it's up to something like 13 defensive touchdowns this season. It's almost unprecedented. I, I don't think any other team in the country has ever done that.
2: No, because when they get the ball, they take it to the house. Right, they, they don't just it get it house. and it hope to drive it. It results in
5: points, it. right? Yeah. And they love it, and they feed off it like sharks. They get a turnover, and it's crazy. So um, I think that Clemson has had a little bit of a sloppy habit of they've won despite turning it over. Mm-hmm. If they turn it over, they will lose this game, Absolutely. plain and simple.
2: Absolutely. Holly Rowe, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give her a roaring round of applause, Luigi, Yay, from our, our studio audience really. here. Audio Avenue. I love Audio Avenue. Not Audio Rowe. Audio Avenue. And Ted Ganji, I believe, was the man who came up with Audio Avenue. I
5: like it. What's that song? I want to take yeah, you Yeah, we did that down yesterday. Down Eddie Grant. Avenue. No, it's Electric oh. Avenue. There it is, You Wait, know this we change it. Did you see
1: the speed of that? Down. Yeah. Who's giving you that tone?
5: Avenue. Oh! oh. Hey, oh, I like it. <laughs> People here in Audio Avenue are See? looking at us like, what?
2: brilliant minds. Brilliant minds think alike, Holly.
5: As
3: soon as I
2: saw Audio Avenue, I said, it must we're going have been, to rock on two. It
3: must have been the training that
5: she did way back when. When she was it, a runner for yes, me? Yep, yes, it, she had the Bruno it. spirit residing <laughs> within me. There it is. Proof. To Audio,
2: Audio
3: Avenue.
5: Avenue. We should and make then a then commercial. We'll take you
1: higher. Here. Tony's been training it's, me for a few years now. My holster's filled with all kinds of fun things.
5: You <laughs> ever <laughs>
1: So you're not getting this on any other
2: radio show. <laughs> no, no, they're you're all not sitting getting here very Holly bored. Rowe we're dancing. If you can only see us Avenue, right now. I know. You know if you, you can only
5: see us, we're better dancers than we are singers, that's yeah. for sure. Oh.
2: I can't do either, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's why I do this. <laughs> Holly, it's great to see you. Thank
5: you for having me. I've, I love you all these years, and I appreciate you having me.
2: Thank you, Holly. Ladies and gentlemen, Holly Rowe, you'll hear her on ESPN Radio. And Ivan Sikoski, I'm not going to give you a roaring round of applause.
5: We got a real round of applause in here. And yeah, it I like it.
2: Thanks, Holly. Holly Thank Rowe. Breaking it down to levels you don't get anywhere else, including singing Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. Audio, so Audio Avenue. You, you that? I exactly what I
1: no, we it's played like, it the first, m- the first moment I sat down there. I said, Get Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue. That is so perfect. Thanks, Holly. It may be the final hour, Tony, but it's not amateur hour. I'll tell you
2: No, how it's much. not. Sometimes it sounds like that. How great is Holly Rowe, huh? How great.
4: Man, I, I didn't know what she what she went through, but I just she's just such a pro and she's just she's just on it. And I, that's what I you know, when we talk about women women in broadcasting, women in sports and
2: how hard it is for guys, some guys to accept women, Holly Rowe knows more about college football and college sports in general than 99% of the guys who sit at home and think they know. Because she's there. She's yeah. covering everything. She's not just
1: standing on the sidelines. She when she's on the sidelines as you mentioned, She's in tune with what's going on, with the players and the coaches. Well, with, and everything that she went through you know, with her battle and, and, and work, working while going through it, it's, that's, that's a testament to her character and her strength and everything, and it's incredible, man. I mean, like I said, when it comes to work and things like that, them, you know me, I'm dedicated. I, I went through a lumpectomy myself, nowhere near the, ser- the severity of her situation, but I don't miss work, nothing. But someone like that... Who was you know, near death experiences and very, very sick. Two and, times having it, to go. And, and had, last January, she had like 200 things removed from her body. That's what I mean. Body. And to be able to continue to keep going, it's incredible, man. It's major, incredible. I mean, man. seriously, if you, right you there, go bro. back and, and look at the
2: story of January of 2016 when she went back into the hospital for the second bout, she had like dozens of lumps removed from her body, and nodes, and lymph nodes, and, and, and major parts. You know, as she mentioned, and I didn't want to get into it graphically, sure, of course. but it wasn't just like one little thing. It was all these glands in her body and nodes where this cancer, the melanoma cancer, had spread. It's unbelievable when you think about it that you have like one little mole and that inso- inside of you, this stuff is spreading if you don't get it taken care
4: of right away.
1: I mean, it's
3: not all- You're on-
4: and that's why we're not going to have any tanning bed sponsors ever. No, we're not. In honor of how they will be, I don't care how much they want to pay. Spray
3: and tans, though, you know, yes. they're, that's why people we,
2: rip Donald Trump. But at least he's smart enough to put orange, fake tan on. Well, he has <laughs>
3: the As the opposed nasty to go stuff. <laughs> like we have one of our very very don't be good orange, friends.
2: but be safe. I think that's the motto.
3: One of our very very good friends. Um, oh my gosh, I'm just totally blanking. Susie Selig. So thank you, Susie Selick. She has a uh, tanning company that.
2: Um, it's a spray-on tan. Though.
3: It is the most awesome spray-on tan ever. It does it looks she can she can shade it so that it looks natural like so for somebody like me that I need is a pasty very white chick pasty white chick <laughs> you don't want to go really really dark because it's gonna look fake
2: I like to go dark but she makes yeah. She, yeah, you know. she
3: makes yeah. it look like and then and, and she's like tanning too and it's the real airbrushed one. Yeah. so when you airbrush it on she can actually make me look like I have it's abs it's fantastic she's
1: actually coming back to town to with her skin palette uh-huh. so that's her, she's coming back she's gonna spray tan I gotta she, get the, she wanted she oh, to spray awesome. tan I said I, I like gotta it. get well I,
3: you know, you gotta. I got get, get the Gerard. do anything
1: to be. I gotta get the part. Gerard Butler 300 spray yeah. tan fake ass. You're, you're doing, I can yeah. take, take a razor and just shave them into your chest. <laughs> just just go, gotta,
4: You yeah. realize that you, you
3: go naked or with speedos on? Yeah, I know. Okay,
4: we're voice. I do that all Robin, the time anyway. I don't need to get tanned. I, I'm, to I'm a yeah. confident
3: man. Let's just put
4: it that way. Okay, it's fine.
2: Well,
3: <laughs>
1: it's
2: fine.
3: Hello. It's fine.
2: Well, we're here on Audio Avenue at the Marriott. Beautiful sunny day. It's still chilly out. And, it's going to get nice at 50s today and then tomorrow for the game back into the 70s, which is normal weather here, although they've had 80-degree temperatures regularly here in Tampa. And people who know will come down here, not just the snowbirds, but spring training. There's a lot of baseball players who live here year-round. And so the baseball players will start coming down from cold climates in mid-January and get ready for spring training because the weather's nice here. That's why they have spring training in Florida. It's not super hot in January and February. You know, and most of the, you go down to Miami, obviously, and it's still yeah. warm. But here in Central Florida, whether you're on the coast, Clearwater Beach, where the Phillies train, or Lakeland, or all these other spots, Winter Haven, as you're coming across I 4 from Orlando, this is where all the spring train. where you go to the, uh, the Space Coast, as they call it, where the Astros train over at Space Coast Stadium. The Space yeah. Ghost does not go there. I miss the Space Ghost from coast to coast. You remember him? Did you ever watch the cartoon Space Ghost from Coast to Coast? I was was, was a little too... No, seriously, it was like like this cutting-edge, weird, adult-type cartoon, Space Ghost.
4: He was very sarcastic, too. Yeah, he he was like, look it up, Robin. Space Ghost,
2: Coast to Coast. It wasn't a cartoon like cartoony cartoons. It was this cutting-edge,
4: edgy, wise guy, Space Ghost from
2: Coast to Coast.
3: I'll look him up. Yeah, and you um,
4: we were talking about the temperature. That's why golf courses, the same ones that are 20 bucks in the summer, now it's like 150 to play there. Exactly. So bring in
2: Arizona product. in the yeah. summer, you can pay $10 to play on some of the greatest courses, but in the winter, it's $350, yeah.
3: $400. We have some... Uh housekeeping to do We really, do. Really what about
2: The Luigi Spill Stuff is Gatorade yes. G2.
3: Yes, I, I need to get the vacuum cleaner out. <laughs> yes. But we want to thank everybody for tuning in on Facebook Live, which is brought to you by pantomonium.com, which all of I mean, We're everybody except Pat- for Lu- Luigi. Luigi, Luigi now, why aren't
1: you wearing your pantomonium gear Because right I'm the beaten stepchild over here. I don't get anything until last. What <laughs> do you had mean? You, didn't I, didn't I had,
3: you get something last night? I had it. yeah. But why? I didn't so put why aren't on. you wearing them?
1: Because I had to put on jeans. It's cold. Remember they didn't, we didn't have pants in my down. size. They didn't have pants in my size. Scott Scott was giving stuff away to other people, and he was hooking everybody up in the crowd and the audience that was there at the, at the little VIP party, so mm-hmm. we didn't have anything in my size yet. So he was able to give me a, a pair of shorts, oh. which I'm going to be wearing to Disney, oh.
2: okay. Okay. but it's a, little, it's a little too cold it for that right now. It is too
3: cool. cold. So, so I only have Tony one pair of
1: pants
2: because my other pair ripped, <laughs> and I'm yes. going right. to put those on eBay. They were $100 jeans when I bought them. I was going to throw them away because the, the knee ripped, and then I heard... I'm going to turn that one hundred dollar yes. pair of jeans into a three hundred dollar yep. eBay sale, you and I'll find they're... some unsuspecting dope who will say, "That's what I want."
3: I think uh, I don't think it, it is any more the case. But like, if you in Russia, they used to bring pants that were worn over to Russia, Levi's, and they would sell them for thousands of rubles. When I, when yeah, when I in I Russia, you U- don't
1: wear pants. Pants? What are you? I when I, <laughs> when, when I went to
2: Yugoslavia in nineteen eighty four. The locals wanted all, like, yeah. the jeans and stuff that I it's was wearing. crazy. So I would give them to the people. I wasn't selling stuff. I didn't even think of it. But I would give, you like, could have, T-shirts though. and stuff from the U.S. Those people love that stuff. Now the, now Man. they
3: can order everything on Amazon, exactly. so it doesn't matter. But seriously, these are Tony and I are wearing matching. Are
4: they Paisley or what? So yeah. What do we Tony call and that? And that? They're, they're called Pimp and Paisleys, and it's perfect today with the Steelers playing, you know. They can Pimp rock those. Pais- P- so we got Pimp freezing, and Paisley. Freezing Citrus. We've yeah. got cornhole peacock,
2: cornhole peacock, cornhole peacock, yeah.
4: and now we have pimpin, pimp, pimp, and, Paisley. pimp and Paisley. It's like I'm pimp pimpin' and it. play and Paisley, yeah. pimpin' and Paisley's, and not Brad Paisley. Yeah. No, not Brad. No, who, no. Who'd like
1: to check you for ticks?
4: Exactly. <laughs> <That's the> greatest <laughs> song ever,
1: man. I don't. You know me, Tony. I'm the furthest thing from a country fan, but that song is fantastic. I, I think know. that's Dean's favorite song too. Oh Brad Paisley's, I want to check you hey, for ticks. D- Dean's checking for mo- line movement. That's what he's exactly. doing.
3: But let yeah. me finish the housekeeping. Um, so that's brought to you by Pantomonium.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to housekeeping
1: it. is brought to you by
2: Pantomonium.com. Yes, the, 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 the
3: Facebook Live is brought to you by Pantomonium.com. If you want to or are interested in ordering anything, or if you want to design something, just go onto the website.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the big thing. It's just about people that want to create their own designs and everything else. We're the one place, you know, Pantomonium can get that done. And you don't so, have to order like a thousand pair of units, no. as we like to call them in the business. No, like 24, like uh, Takeo Spikes. He's going he's gonna to pick his favorite pattern instead of actually going out and shopping and, say, and looking for great patterns. You can actually create it yourself, and then you know we'll go ahead and we'll have a tea in thirty days. And, the and this fact fabric we, is great. It's I micro know. poly.
6: It
2: feels good, even though it's yeah. chilly. I didn't feel chilly with these on.
4: No, and, and the, these were act the Swan Princess one. Selden Young, who is the who runs that big media empire of the Swan Princess. He actually he put long johns on and he skied in these because the the material is very water resistant. So jump in a pool. You're dry in five minutes here in Florida. Beautiful. So it's awesome. So, uh, it so is that's awesome. a lot of fun. And then we have the you know we saw just a to finish the housekeeping to make it easy. Um golf is is awesome. And we and the golf industry cannot wait until you guys are down here playing. So we have your putter buddy. We have which is, you know, Robert Campos has been absolutely amazing yes, he, the, has. he has him and his wife Tiger, which how many how many amazing stories does she have? Shit. I mean, Doc- as a Use US <laughs> Marshall and then um Showtime Grips is the other one um with uh where everything's customizable and the Joy Joy watches are customizable. I mean that's it's everything you see here. See, speaking in the of the which Takeo, he
3: his his uh, big idea was to have Pantabony make the pants in the design that he wanted, have Joy Joy make the design matching mm-hmm. so that he would have be head to toe in coordinated gear.
2: That's how I. That's how I like to dress. Luigi like gets his clothes out and he has it laid out on the bed in the morning. The night before, he does the old school.
1: I'm representing the Tony Bruno show. You exactly. want me to make out and look like some sucker? Come on, man. Well, you can
2: look like a sucker. It doesn't matter as long as you're cool. I'm you know going to get, get dressed tonight. I would call it Specs a sucker. No, no, no. I am going to get dressed. This is a sucker-free podcast, by the way.
3: I'll this be dressed up tonight. Free. I, I, you know, mm. I'm working, so I, I don't. But tonight. tonight, I'll be dressed up. I got heels. I'll shave. I'll even shave. Really? Oh, yeah. that's. I'm going that's, Johnny Cash tonight, Tony. big honey. time. You're going, you're going to be I'm the going, man in I'm black? I'm going to
1: be the man in black tonight. I'm black has so tied more outfit changes than Robin. <laughs> I came with two pairs of jeans. I ripped one, and I only have one pair of pants. You messed up, man. You turn the camera on. <laughs> what do you want me to do now? That's why
2: I'm wearing them. Uh, no, I, Wait, gonna, I wear these anyway.
1: But, you, but, you, but we're, we're at the Bruno compound, and we're doing, doing sheetrock and all this stuff. I'm, I'm dirty as heck, man. You know exactly.
2: that. But you clean up good. I try, man. You and Robin clean up real good. good. Dean, he had a nice vest on last night though,
1: man. He's got He'd the He got the marble man look on right now. He does.
2: I, I speak
3: I, I stole I stole one of so I'm Scott and I are the same size clothing-wise. It's kind of <laughs> handy.
4: <How's> that possible. <laughs> right. now, you're not tall he is. Robin. That's true.
3: His pants are like capris on me, but we, <laughs> the rest of it is fine. But uh, he had this really cool uh, uh, pandemonium jacket that yeah,
5: you that can order that. jacket was crazy.
3: It. crazy. It's a I, oh, yeah. it is now mine. It's a is blazer. Very right? cool sports yes. blazer with guitars all over it. <laughs> it's it's yeah. uh, no, no
4: That was actually for a Monday after the Masters with um that was the old company. That wasn't I didn't do that one.
3: But you we but Pantemonium, Pantemonium does do that.
4: No, we we are not doing Jacket yet. Oh you're we'll not going gonna do them yet. No, no, you no. Know want? Want?
3: Maybe at some point.
4: Oh yeah, Paul. Trust me, we're going to be doing everything that's that's out there that's available. But well, the, right now, we're just focused on below the waist. Thongs? What about the <laughs> yeah.
1: Brazilian thongs that I
2: wear uh, to the beach? Can you
4: get? Can you give me some tank tops? Anything you can sew, I can do. All right, I, it's it's about getting the fabric to you, and then you can make socks out of them. You can make whatever you want. You can make little Tony sacks. I don't care.
6: Beautiful.
2: <laughs> got it. Tony
1: sacks. Banana hammocks. I got to get yeah, one of those.
2: Banana hammocks. I, hammock. I got to get a. I got to get a customized banana hammock.
1: Tony, I got some Space Ghost action for you if you want it. Coast to coast. Give me a little Space Ghost. Defeat the cool hipsters out there.
2: They will know what I'm talking about. This was on, like, MTV, right? Space I ghost do
3: post not post. remember this at all.
2: Where's the guy talking? That's just a the theme song, though. Yeah, that's all it is. Do you want okay. the actual intro? But you have to look. You have to see. It was basically a frozen face with the lips just moved. And the guy was just yeah, like a wise Yeah, that's it. Ass. That's what was great about it. Only he was a the wise ass. Ass. Yeah, I don't remember it. Yeah, space. Where's and and he was like a DJ. That. He was like a. He had like a. It was a radio DJ guy. Did the voiceover for it. Yeah. But it was like so hey. edgy and so not. It it's was the so great ahead. Space Ghost. The Great Space Ghost, coast to coast, and he was way ahead of his time. <laughs> way ahead of his time. Meanwhile, are we going to take our first break here? No, or no, we got a few more minutes. Tell me oh, before. Oh, okay. Because Rob was saying we're doing housekeeping. No, I just wanted to make sure
3: to get that done before we were up against the break.
2: By the way, I see a guy here that I have to get on the show in the next hour. Who do you see, Tony? A guy that, I, I, that actually replaced me when I worked in Birmingham, Alabama. No. Yes. We going to blows? I, what's that? We no, no, blows? No, because oh. Tony no, no, no. He's, he's a legend. He's a, a legend. I was I'm a young kid. punk in Birmingham when I worked there. This guy is a legend in Alabama.
3: And, and Tony left Alabama because he got another job. Not Because I moved back no, to I Philly. And got a,
2: I got a morning show in Philly. I moved to Birmingham in 76. And this gentleman, we're going to get him on. Because he is not just a great voice when it comes to Alabama football, but you've heard him on all kinds of stuff, motorsports. If you're a NASCAR fan, he has done so many things that you will recognize. And he's a great broadcaster, and he's still part of the Alabama family. So we'll get him on. Okay? Does he have
4: the great accent for like, the NASCAR guys? No, he's, guys a, to, he's no. got
2: that broadcast, professional broad. But he's got a little
4: bit of Southern drawl, which no, you've got to have. Sang, you got to have that sang. He's got quang. some sang down there. You got some sang. <laughs> Tara, you know Tara from Golf Life last night, she said we have to work on our Southern accent. So I can do Southern yeah, accent. Yeah,
2: I want to sh- uh, I can, shout out to Golf Life. I can, can actually Life. break into a Southern accent better than I can back into my South Philly accent. I can go South, deep South, dirty South, better than I can go South Philly, dirty. where I grew up.
4: You should give it a shot because, uh, you know, Tara said she really wants to see. She, they're listening now, and they're, they're watching us now, and, uh, you know, she really wants to see if you could pull that off because she has her doubts. <laughs> I can pull it off. I can pull anything off. In a second well, hour, You know what's pull weird, though?
3: Off. I'm the same way. So Tony can't do the South Philly accent anymore. I can't do a Dutch accent. Really? No, I can't. But so you can speak Dutch. I can speak Dutch. I can't do the Dutch accent, though. I can do other accents. I just can't do the Dutch one. What is the, it about your own that you can't do anymore? Like I can once do it.
2: I mean, I, I still have some South Philly in me. I have a lot of it. But because I'm professionally trained the diction and elocution when I got into the business... You, you, you see... see the old school way for broadcasters back in like the 60s and 70, actually goes back to before that. But when I started doing this stuff in the 70s was you can't sound like you're from, you have to sound like you're from nowhere. Right. The people are not supposed to be able to detect. It's supposed to be that Midwest no-accent accent. And that's what the way broadcasting started. You notice the old school broadcasting announcers, they all sounded like broadcasters. Yeah. Yep. They didn't sound like just a guy off the street. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Because there were, there, were car- there were character actors who had different accents. There were people from all over the country yep. who became legendary based, and it didn't matter whether they sounded like they were from the South, right. the North, the Northeast, Boston, like Dean. Dean's got a horrific Boston accent.
4: Oh, yeah. But especially I still like him. You put any alcohol in people from Boston, and their accent just goes crazy. Exactly. I mean, you know, it, it, when they move away and they try to change it, it's impossible. You know, New York, Boston,
2: Philly, then there's the Deep South, and then there's the. But the, the Midwest, supposedly, that's what I was told. That people from the Midwest don't have an accent, and that's the way you're supposed to sound huh. Chicago. That doesn't count. Ca- I can't.
4: Chicago has a. Yeah, no, not, a,
2: not Chicago. Not, I'm you're, talking about you're, the Midwest neutral, the you like Colorado. You Colorado. Colorado. You can't tell where that person is from. Colorado. Colorado. It's
3: the perfect melting pot right in the middle of exactly
2: everything. Exactly right. Exactly right. It's, it's kind of
3: like
4: Orlando.
2: Anyway, we will talk more Alabama football. We have, the, we have the locks coming up. I will have the latest, freshest, hot right, out the kitchen. Hot out-the-kitchen action on this Miami-Pittsburgh game, the first game today. Early games today, Pittsburgh and and Miami, the 1 o'clock start, one o five, and then 4.30 on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, the Green Bay Packers, and the New York football Giants. Those two games coming up today, that's why we're going earlier here on Radio Row. Audio Avenue, I almost said Radio Row again. It's Correct. Audio Avenue,
3: and so we are going to go for a break here for only five minutes. You're going to hear some lovely music. Do not go is away. Is it lovely
1: music or is it just film music? Well, it's you're going to hear Alabama yeah. f- and Clemson fight songs, oh, and, and then yeah. I'm going to put in a little. i put a little flavor in, and then I'll bring us back. Oh man, so That's what I need. so
3: do not go away. Uh, go to the bathroom if you need to. Get a snack uh, at. Uh, go into the kitchen. Whatever you're doing, get another Come nice on back. piece and of scrapple. Do not forget <laughs> hot share, and fresh the kitchen. even if you've already shared the uh, the the the. Post before the, the broadcast before share it again as often as possible um, because it really really helps us out
2: beautiful say around we're live here on Audio Avenue at the beautiful Marriott Waterside and, and it's a marina here too it's not just a beautiful hotel it's a marina right here a channel side in Tampa Florida for the college football championship game coming up tomorrow night <laughs>
4: Now, usually I don't do this, but uh go ahead on break them off with a little previews of the remix. Now, I'm not trying to be rude. but oh,
2: It's a remix of the rematch the of, the, 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 of the, the national championship game, game tomorrow night here in Tampa, Florida, at Raymond James Stadium. And we are live. Hang on. Give, me a, give us a second. Give me that. <laughs> give me, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling on 24s now, I think.
1: You're rolling on 24s? I think
2: I am, yeah. I'm rolling on something. You got new shoes on the feet, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) We're hot and fresh out the kitchen here live in Tampa on a chilly morning. And it's not just the rest of the eastern seaboard that's cold. It's raining in San Francisco. They're getting all kinds of crazy rain out there. And obviously a a bizarre cold front sweeping through the south with snow, not just in the normal areas of the of the eastern seaboard up there in the North Atlantic region, where you would expect snow from Maine all the way down, you know, to Pennsylvania, New Jersey, yeah. Delaware. But it's all the way in the Carolinas, all the way into Georgia. It was cold, and there was some snow. And then in Tampa, it got down into the 30s, and there was a citrus freeze warning. So the cold weather is not just everywhere. Here in Tampa, it's going to warm up into the 50s again, but an unusual cold snap. It does get cold here. People don't realize in central Florida, it's not tropical all the time. I remember being at Disney World back in the day. We would do live shows. Right in front, right up at the train station, and when you walk into the Magic Kingdom, back in the old WFIL right. days, we would come down here whenever Disney opened a new ride, and they would have a big week, and they'd bring all yeah. these radio stations down. I remember sitting there in January with an overcoat on, gloves, and a hoodie, doing a morning show, because it was cold. And then as the sun came up, and you got to past 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, then you walked around with, you know, shirt sleeves. So in because other, you other words, you, the would, 70s. you would
3: wear layers.
2: Le- get, yeah, layers.
4: Coming. Yeah.
2: It's like going to San Francisco in the summer. People show up with tank tops and stuff, and then they say, "Man, it's cold," and they run down and buy sweatshirts. You know the worst thing, though. I
4: was a lifeguard at Typhoon Lagoon. Imagine oh, I being love a lifeguard. Imagine be- being a lifeguard today. But the English people—they jump in the pool on days like this. It's not oh, cold. Oh yeah, it's you cra- can tell the
2: tourists—they're wearing flip flops, and it's 36 degrees out.
3: Well, I would do the same thing coming over from Europe, and in the middle of the winter, I'd be as soon as the sun was like woo. You're, you're out there because it's not freezing, freezing cold. So yeah. we'd be, I'd, I'd be in San Francisco visiting my dad, and I would go into the water at the beach.
2: You're nuts, Robin. Luigi wouldn't go into the water if it was the Caribbean, and the water temperature was 90 degrees and it was crystal clear. Well, that's
3: because he can't swim. <laughs> He'd be a bad lifeguard then.
2: He would be a yes. bad lifeguard. Although a Typhoon Lagoon, I think just sitting up there in the chair,
3: yep.
2: Luigi would dig that thing. I don't go in the water, man. No, you don't have to go in the I'm water. I'm
3: telling you, though, like, one of these days, we're going to do a remote somewhere with salt water, where it's warm salt water. The Dead Sea. Saying,
2: I think Luigi would be able to float in the yeah, Dead Sea. Because
3: <laughs> his big, like, he's...
4: <laughs> he's, he's muscle dense.
3: That's exactly right. He went, like, his, yeah, you're right. Because I, I was giving him swimming lessons, and he was starting to get there, but he still was not comfortable because he couldn't float. Right. He really—he cannot do the dead man float but when, when because he I is a dead either. man. I like, can't do a dead man. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No, I can't.
1: Yes, you, can. no, can't.
2: But, but, you but did.
3: But Scott, when I, when I went to did.
1: when we went to St. Augustine um, last year, they had a saltwater pool at the hotel, and it was a lot easier. It was a lot no easier it's to float. Man. In the Dead Sea, anything floats. Yeah. Anything
2: and everything. Yeah.
3: I don't think you can even bowling dive ball. down if you want. You can throw a
2: bowling ball into the Dead Sea and it will float. Yeah, it's
4: too salt dense. Yes. Exactly. I would be be happy to doing see doing the, I, As I
2: mentioned, what the show talks about, we're even giving you density updates today. We will have the championship game. We'll have the NFL playoffs. We're an hour away from kickoff. Can I go out
1: later on the and get a buoyancy update, please?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Like a buoyancy like the, down your here.
4: Show, your show is like Discovery Channel and ESPN had a baby with, um, you know, like those two had a baby. That's exactly. Too. With Dennis Rodman.
3: Well, roll in the comedy channel, too.
4: <laughs> and roll in some comedy channel, some yep. history
2: channel. Yep.
3: Yeah, I mean some it's sci-fi. And Playboy. It's, it's limitless. Playboy channel. <laughs> limitless.
2: It is limitless. Not the movie Limitless or the TV show Limitless. <laughs> Correct. Meanwhile,
3: Meanwhile... You don't even have to subscribe yeah. to any network. Yeah. Just listen to the Tony Bruno show
4: and you'll get it all. It's <laughs> great for, it, it's the ADD show. It's like the ADHD show. That's mm-hmm. what I love. We're the Adderall for yeah. listeners. Yes. We take you don't the, have to get yes.
2: prescriptions that are not covered by your health right. insurance plan. This take, is
4: not audio ambient. We
2: consume no. different magic pills on this program. Yes, we do. <laughs> I got the magic stick later on, which I will yeah. bust out, too, oh, yeah. as a matter of fact, at the media party later on tonight. 30. So we're talking about, you know, one of the things I love about coming to events is that I pretty much have worked with everybody who's ever been in the industry because I've been around so long. And so the Super Bowl, obviously many more, because I haven't been involved in college sports for a while, but we love going to, to the Final Four. and you know, I know a lot of the coaches, and I've been fortunate. But here we are in Alabama's A lot of people may have heard. <clears throat> when I was in Philly, I was young, and I wasn't making any money, and I was working overnights for seven years before they would even put me on in the daytime. So one of the guys I work with, Kevin McCarthy was the overnight DJ, and he was from Birmingham, and he moved back to Birmingham to be with his family and to raise his family down there. When he got down there, he became the program director of the station, and he then he said, why don't you come to Birmingham? We'll put you on morning drive. So I went from overnights to my first ever morning drive job in Birmingham, Alabama in 1976. So I had to take a step back from market size to be able to get better at doing morning radio because I had never done morning radio because they wouldn't allow me on the air even though I was working hard and moving my way up the the totem pole if it was not for Birmingham I would have never gotten morning drive experience and I worked with two of the best guys in Birmingham radio history who helped me and I, that's how I lo- to, got, got to do morning radio and work with multiple people and find out ways on how to interact and, and know where my spots were and they gave me a lot of help and then so today when we're talking to Holly Road last hour I see another gentleman walk in with his Alabama jacket on, and I said to Robin, I said, you know, I know that guy, he's a legend, and he looked at me and I looked at him, and when we went to the break, I said hi to him and he's going to come by here in a couple of minutes. The great Eli Gold. Eli Gold. Eli Gold.
4: And Eli is on his way now, so I'm going to go step aside. Get out, this guy. Give
2: me, uh, what can we say, as Harry Mays would say if he were here right now to Scott Sterner? Get out! Get out! Exactly. So I saw this gentleman come in, and I looked over, and he saw me, and I saw him. And then we knew. He remembered me, and I certainly couldn't forget him because he's a legend, and I'm just a guy who's on Audio Avenue. But he has become a broadcast. He didn't become, but when he went to Alabama, and he grew up in Brooklyn, New York, so we talk about guys, you know, from Brooklyn <laughs> house. Brooklyn. Yep. And he doesn't, you don't have the Brooklyn accent. Ladies and gentlemen, the
6: great Eli Gold, Good Hall of Famer. You. Good to see you, my friend. It's, we, have, we looked a little different when we first got together back uh, years ago in Birmingham. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I never brought that toity-toid street and Toyd avenue with me. To, I, I, I left that back home. But it's great to see you, my friend. You too. Now, Eli, uh, he's done everything. With the Birmingham
2: Bulls WHA hockey team when yep. we were there, they came down there. And Eli was involved. I was involved at the old Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center Coliseum, which just opened in 77. Exactly. And Gene Bartow, who had been fired at UCLA after trying to replace the legendary John Wooden, moved to Birmingham, and he, he, he put together the UAB team. That's when it started. Sure. And then hockey came to Birmingham. And then you're in Birmingham, and everything's blowing up. And, and then Alabama. And, uh, and of course, yeah. the great... T.C. and John Ed, who I work with, oh, John wonderful. Ed Willoughby, yeah. a great Alabama historian, yes. great funny guy, and, and uh, Tommy Charles were the morning guys on WSGN, and, they, and I was their news and sports guy, and that's sure. how it
6: started. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. where we first met uh, umpteen years ago, and uh, you know, we were both there when uh, you know, when Marconi built that first radio, it seems like. But, uh, but it, I, I, you know, I've obviously followed you, and, uh, and I'm so thrilled to see how well th- things have gone for you. Now, you not only did hockey down there, but Alabama football, NASCAR. I mean, is there Mm -hmm. anything you haven't done, Eli? I've not done golf. I have done tennis recently. Obviously, I've been into the National Hockey League for many years. So I've done most sports, but I I have not done golf uh, because what I do on the golf course shouldn't be seen by anybody. So (laughs) what right do I have to talk about it? But uh, otherwise, I've I've been blessed, Tone. I really have. Now, you, so you stayed in Birmingham. when I, I
2: was there for two years. My first son was born down there, right. and then I got the call back to Philly. My wife was homesick, and so we moved back to Philly. I, I moved, but I mentioned that before you came on, I was doing overnights in Philly back in the early 70s when I started, and then it was uh, WSGN sure. called me and said, hey, would you like to have Because Kevin McCarthy was a guy who worked in Philly with and me.
6: Kevin now is in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's so, a station manager there.
2: So Kevin and I became friends, and then he called me, and he said, listen, I know you're working overnights. He said, you could come to Birmingham. We have an opening for a morning news guy and part of a morning show, and that would be a great opportunity for you. So I actually got a $10,000 raise to move from Philadelphia to Birmingham to do <laughs> morning drive for the first time, and I was part of a great morning show. And that's how I really started getting more experience, working with great guys like TC
6: and John Sure, Ed. they were wonderful. They were uh They were a a homey, folksy talk show, but it was, at the same time, very well-oiled. It was was wild and loose, but it was well-oiled and and organized, if it can be both at the same time. And those are guys who helped
2: me because... Again, I'm working overnights as a news guy. Sure. Now this is my first taste of morning drive, and then I went back to Philly. and went. If I had not left Philly to go to Birmingham to do morning drive, I would still be working overnights, probably.
6: Now you never be- know. But
2: because they gave me the chance to be on morning radio, and then people heard me, and they, how I got better, and working with pros. And I always was fortunate in my career to work with people that I admired and learned something from. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell everybody today when they say, you know, wh- wh- what advice would you have? Try to be... Look up to people that are really good at what they do and say, I
6: want to be that guy That's one day. That's it. Don't be afraid to ask questions and and listen and critique your own work. I still do that. I popped in the Clemson game from last year into the uh, player in the car as I was uh, driving around last week just to listen, not so much to remind myself of the game, I remembered the game, but just to hear what I said and how I did things. And I'll do that during the season still. I'll, I'll listen to the, the Bama game against Arkansas just to, and I'll close my eyes. I'm serious now. I sit there, I close my eyes, and try and follow the football and visualize everything that's happening. And if I can't, or if I you know, I'll, I'll make a note of that and I'll try and improve on the next Saturday. Eli Gold. Now, how long uh, Alabama's voice? Because Because John Forney was the guy before you, yes, right? Yes, John. Well, actually, yeah, John was most recently before. He had done 29 years. Right. Then Ray Perkins came in and showed John the door. They brought in a young man named Paul Kennedy who has worked here in Central Florida. Paul did five years. They then brought John back for his 30th year, and then I took over, and this is my 29th year now. Wow, 29 years is the voice of
2: Alabama football, Luigi.
6: Yeah. I don't think I've, I've even, I can't even, I haven't even talked for 29
1: years, so it's like, <laughs> course, how do you do that? Of
6: course, what people don't realize is I started when I was three. Me, too. So, yeah. yeah, we both did. <laughs>
1: It's incredible. Yeah. Man. To be able to hold down, that down, the longevity is just No, Birmingham is a fun... I mean,
2: my first son, A.J., was born there. It's a great it, city. It, it is. It's a great city. We were in the old... Uh, is that the city federal bank building still it's there? still
6: there, <laughs> although they have converted it into uh, condos and oh, loft. Oh,
2: beautiful. No, so it was it's great. Sally nice. Wiggin came down there and sure. then moved to Sally Pittsburgh. Sally went to Pittsburgh. To, and she's a Hall of Famer now in yep. the Pennsylvania sure Broadcaster is. Hall of Fame. And you're in the Alabama Broadcaster Hall yep. of Fame. And I'm in the South Philly Hall of Fame, I think.
6: <laughs> oh, that's all right. South Philly's good. <laughs> South, Philly's good. <laughs> South Philly's good. Go to Broad and Power hang around you'll find some nice sporting events exactly so yeah.
2: So you left Brooklyn. Have you ever
6: gone back there? I mean, or is it, I, uh, not to work. I've no, gone yeah. back, uh, you know, I'll, when I'm doing a it's hockey it's game, it's always home something. and stuff too. Yeah. though, Right. I'll go back and I drove past the house one day and it was, it was kind of sad in all seriousness because the neighborhood had changed, but I'll still go back through Brooklyn. I'll head over to, to Nathan's, you know, <laughs> grab a couple of hot dogs and a knish, you know, uh, you gotta do that. But, uh, but no, I get back to the city. I was just up there a week or so ago doing some work for our rights holder, the Learfield communications group. Uh, So I get up to New York a good bit, but, uh, you know, Birmingham is very much my home now. You know, I love it. The weather's, other than this last few days when we had a freak ice storm, but the weather is nice. We don't have rush hour. We have rush minute. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you're not you're not getting onto the Schuylkill expressway and sitting there till the cows come home. You know, it's a little different. So, uh, uh, so yeah, we we enjoy it. We really do. Yeah, I, I lived at Adamsville. Is it still there, Adamsville? Yes, is. Oh, sure.
2: So whenever I drop over the hill now over the mountain, knowledge yes. Hoover, Homewood, and exactly. all those places. Bestavia, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I still remember Birmingham like it was yesterday, and 76 sure. wasn't yesterday. How many years ago was that now? A lot. I see, 76, 86, 96. Forty Dita. years ago, Tony. Forty
6: years ago, it was yeah. in Birmingham. Forty-one Alabama. years ago. I'm 41. Sorry to be exact it's hard to believe where yeah. did it, where did the time go i don't Eli? know it, it it does it but it, as the old saying goes it flies by when you're having fun and uh we both have been having fun in this business all right alabama tomorrow i mean you, you've done now how
2: many national championship <laughs> ring, you get a ring too every time yes, they sir, win so I how many do. do you have now Eli?
6: i have broadcast five national title games so far and have remarkably been on the winning side of all five of those uh, tomorrow will be uh, game number six. And Who do you like tomorrow anyway? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is last year's wow. ring, which your radio listeners can't see. Well they can a, see it now if you put it up to because 'cause we're about, on Facebook like Live. Okay. I can't see anything. That's right bigger now. than Super Bowl rings. It, it is. It's uh, it's it's you know, the funny one is the nineteen ninety two national title ring. Gene Stallings here, Mm -hmm. it was a copy of a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl ring. True story. When Gene was the defensive coordinator with the Cowboys, and he said to himself, he said, if I ever get to college and win a national title, our ring is going to be a carbon copy of that one. He loved it. And what they did, it was really the same ring, except where they had a blue D, they made a crimson A, and that was it. That ring can and that was bling in those days, man. That, was big time. <laughs> that ring can almost fit through this ring now. That's wow! How they wow! Yeah,
3: I think that could fit around my wrist. I'm sure that's a huge <laughs> ring. I mean, it's you know, it's, well, I've got a size
6: 13 finger, but for the record, that's far <laughs> from the largest ring that uh, is made with the players, of course. But yeah, it's it's very nice. The university has been kind enough to include us, our broadcast team. In the rings uh, over the, all these years, so uh, I've been blessed. I really. So am. you just wear one in particular? I you wear have the five. most recent. I wear the most recent. The others are on display at the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame as part of my exhibit there. I was lucky enough to be inducted a few, a couple of years ago, three years ago. Uh, so the rings are there on loan to the uh, Hall of Fame, and I just wear the most recent. You know, I was
2: we were talking yesterday with a couple of the Alabama players, and and. I hadn't been there in Tuscaloosa in a long time, but the mm-hmm. tower is still there. Danny Chimes, sure. Yeah, but but nobody, uh, nobody uses it. Coach Saban does not go up in the tower like oh, Bear Bryant did. You mean the, the tower it's,
6: on the practice field? Yeah, the
2: yes. practice field yes. in Tuscaloosa, the Bear Bryant Tower.
3: they are not allowed to touch it even. Like, there's something sacred well, about it. not like, so
6: much that, but it's just kind of off. It's on the field, but off to the side, on along one of the sidelines. And, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it is a, a chain. You don't want to go up on it. Right. But, yeah, it's part of the, the history of that university, and uh, that's how Coach Bryant oversaw, Mm -hmm. you know, the single practice field. Now of course there are four or four or five practice fields, plus the indoor facility. So and, and Nick Saban is not a an in place stationary kind of guy. Right. But yeah, that tower is still there. It's very much a As I mentioned, that was the All Twenty
1: Twos before we had all the technology that the exactly. coaches could watch the all twenty twos. Yeah. We had we had Blake Sims on yesterday and he mentioned he's like people you know, we look at it but we just don't touch it. We yeah. stay away from it. That, that's all yeah. <laughs> we just look at it but we don't touch yep, it. That's we yep. yep. respect a, the rope. That's Blake
6: it. was a great guy. He played well for Bam a couple years ago. Absolutely yeah. He
3: is a really nice nice kid. You know, that's
6: one thing when you have a successful program, any successful program. Not only can you recruit talented players, but you have the ability to select ones with great character. And that's one thing that Alabama has. You know, when Nick Saban calls a high school coach, when once he once the kid's resume and his film gets to coach Saban's desk, well obviously a bunch of other folks have already looked at it. He'll call the kid's head coach and he'll say, tell me about him. What kind of a kid is he? And he's not talking about his 40 speed or how far he can throw. What kind of a person is he? And that's a key factor to keeping everybody happy and making the whole thing work. You
3: know, I, and I think it's sad that more coaches don't do that because you see
6: issues. Well, you don't know if they do or they don't, what have? In some teams, you have to get players. I know in our case, I can think back over 29 years, and I certainly won't mention names, but there were times where Alabama needed bodies. They needed bodies. So you'd look for somebody who could catch the ball. And, you know, if he wasn't the, the finest human being, well, you hoped that everything went well and you worked with him. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Alabama obviously can, yes, you have to recruit, but it's also you can select from the cream of the crop, like a John Wooden did at UCLA back right. during his spectacular run. Uh, so you can be selective as to the character let alone the ability of the people.
2: And obviously Alabama, I mean, recruiting is not a big problem for Nick Saban. No, he, and the crew. You
6: see, that's the thing, too. There are so many coaches who recruit because they have to. Nick Saban recruits because he loves to. I mean, the guy can't wait to get to the next living room and sit down with mom and them and the grandma and grandpa <laughs> and, and recruit these kids. But what he does, and it's, it's really it's wonderful to watch, he does not recruit these young men to come and play for four years at Alabama. He tells them, this is a 40-year decision. You know, you're going to be part of this family and reap the benefits of an Alabama degree and how we can prepare you for the NFL or whatever it might be. And he says, this is a 40-year decision. This is not a four-year decision. And that really works wonderfully uh, when the when the kids and the parents and the grandparents and everybody stop to think about it. They say, you know, the man's right. It's amazing. As I said this many,
2: many times, and I say it all the time when people t- talk about my Alabama, it was only two years, but I learned so much, and I was so fortunate to be around Coach Bryan and Coach sure. Jordan and go down to Tuscaloosa and see all this stuff and see the great players, the, you know, the, the Tony Nathans and the Jeff Rutledges and sure. the Richard Todd era back then. Mm-hmm. And Coach Bryan said, give the ball to Johnny Musso, you know, and it, was, exactly. and it wasn't, and even though they had the Joe Namaths and the Kenny Stabler, it was still a
6: running football team yes. back then. And you know what, though, another thing? The guys you just mentioned, I have seen every one of them on campus within the last month and a half. Wow. They want to come back. Tony Nathan, he was on campus, saw him at a luncheon. Johnny Musso, I saw him at a dinner. Joe Willie comes back and he'll join us on the broadcast uh, during the course of a season. These That's part of Alabama and hopefully many other schools as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not unique to the Tide, but these guys all want to. Th- this weekend alone, I bet you I've seen 15 former Crimson Tide players in and around our hotel. Sean Alexander was here. Wallace Gilberry still plays for the Bengals. Ran into Derrick Henry, the running back for the Titans. Uh, there are so many guys who they just want to be part of this Alabama family, they made it, they were recruited, they played, and they are always part of the family.
2: Absolutely. And I've got to get back to Burma. I, haven't, I can't believe I haven't been back there. You know, TC and John and those guys have passed, and so many of the people that I work with, you know, we're still hanging in there, but sure. I don't even know. Actually, the guys at Joxton and the local radio station, some of those guys actually remember my Alabama days, mm-hmm. even though they're not old enough. But sure. Sure.
6: You know, well, it was, you're it a legend. A f- your your pictures are up in the hallways for crying. Are they breath. really still Of the police station? Oh, <laughs> 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 I was going to say, which
1: exact hallway yeah. are you talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you want to visit Tony Bruno's bus, it's in the uh, local precinct. The 21st that precinct. needed a rim shot. I know, awesome. I didn't <laughs> have my rimshot there for that one.
2: <laughs> Gee, that's no, no. It was. It's a very, very, very important part of my life. My oldest son,
6: no, I know, is going to be
2: 40 years old. Yeah. He was born in Birmingham, his and uh, boat. his boat is the Crimson Tide. And even though I'm, you know, I don't. Do you know that's the name of my boat? Is that the name of your boat, too? The
6: Crimson Tide. You should have
2: five rings. Jimmy Johnson has the three rings. You
6: should have the five rings as your boat. You know, some of the best names, we're digressing here, (laughs) but some of the greatest names uh, for boats... Walter Cronkite, the great newsman, uh-huh. his boat was called On Assignment. On a, so when they great. called his office, the secretary could say he's On Assignment. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> and and a, a former NASCAR driver, Dick Brooks, who's now deceased, his boat was called The Other Line because he owned many car dealerships. They'd call for him, and the secretary could say, I'm sorry, he's On The Other oh, Line. <laughs> so, uh, but, I, but I digress. <laughs>
2: that's good stuff. My boat was just called the Linda D. after my, my wife and daughter. <laughs> we renamed it. And it, now it's, it's called. The uh, it's sitting on a is rotting away yeah, somewhere on cinder good. blocks no. No. in uh,
3: you know, Summers Point, next New Jersey. You get. You need to work on a better name like that. Yeah,
2: exactly. Don't name your boat after women. Guys always did that. You're yeah, no, well, no, no. supposed to because their they're boats are always
6: referred to in it's a female, female name. Sure. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Eli, it's great to see you, man. Good Thanks for reminiscing you, and, and bringing my, back my great pleasure. memories.
6: It's wonderful to see. You. I'm thrilled at how well you've done over the years. It's really nice. Well,
2: thank you and congratulations thank on all you. your success and and thank roll you.
6: tide, roll. Roll tide. I, you know, I I can't root
2: against Alabama.
3: Actually, we no. have a we have a quick little gift for you.
2: Yeah, we have a we have oh, a lovely parting think? gift for you.
3: A
6: beautiful parting gift.
2: You you remember that right?
3: Yeah, I have a pair
6: of pants like that. Of course, I don't wear them.
2: <laughs> you know, Coach Bryant didn't invent the the hounds he right. just perfected it. Exactly right. <laughs> Good to see you guys. You too. Eli Gold, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. Ladies. The great Eli Gold, Hall of Famous, and the voice of Alabama football. Is that unbelievable, Luigi? He's fantastic, man. He is. He's Does he sound like he's from Brooklyn,
1: New York? No. no. Not one bit. <laughs> exactly. Not one bit. That's what happens when
2: you're old school broadcast. I'm
1: having a right. hard time trying to comprehend how he's able to walk and keep level with that ring on I my I know. Bar. Are you kidding me, man? That thing is huge. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. got to get a picture with Eli before we leave,
2: though. I think you I'd you be
3: listing to the side if I was wearing that, bo- that ring.
2: That, that ring. We're talking about the weight of that ring. Whew. Yeah. I yeah know. I That's how he should be walking right there, That's there, how man. I'd be walking. I'd have my knuckle dragging on the
4: floor. Like the Hunchback of Notre Dame, man. Did you see the size of that Alabama ring? I was on the broadcast. I mean, how would how would I wear something like that? I had Two fingers? You couldn't. You'd have to. That would be a watch for you. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, ring. Well, that, well, I put the Joy-joy. <laughs> It'd be, Joy-Joy be a watch. full-on crown. What did you, you give him? him an Alabama watch? No, I'm. I'm going to say he's going to give me his. Um, he, I have his address. I'm sending him. It's a Joy-joy and, watch, which is yeah. one of our great sponsors, and they're phenomenal
2: because the face comes out, so you can have interchangeable watch bands and the actual face of the watch comes out. Now, did Dean get one? Do you have a Tampa Bay Buccaneer one for him? No, no. You have a Boston Bruin
4: one for him because he's a homer. You can do customized ones, but they happen to have houndstooth already, and, you know, Alabama loves them, and, and, you know, this guy likes to wear bling. So now uh, he you can know, match. But Sims. actually,
3: the cool thing is, is that um, somebody that is an Alabama fan, they could get the Joy Joy watch in the Houndstooth, but then they could get a different band for when for they're a fan of something else for or
4: surfing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the ones we have, they have a red one and a, a Houndstooth one for that pack because they come in a combo pack. And, and they and, wa- and they're also
2: water resistant to thirty meters.
4: And so yesterday, because I like to do research, I
2: asked how deep is thirty meters for those people who are not. You know, into the whole metric thing, which I'm not, other than soda. The only thing I know with meters is what a two-liter soda what bottle. What did
3: I tell you when you said what is 30 meters? I didn't know the exact, but what did I say? Let's
2: see, Luigi. How many uh, how uh, how many feet is 30 meters, Luigi? Let's test your metric knowledge right here. 30 meters. When something is water resistant,
3: I see the gears grinding. They're churning, they're churning. We got churning. the 150 music. feet? No.
2: Nope. You went over, so you will not be in the showcase showdown. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, I knew I should have over the dollar. actual I knew I knew I should have price. Dollar. Robin, how I, deep is 30 meters? Well,
3: I know now, but I told you yesterday. I, I know how like, deep
2: 30
1: centimeters is. Ask <laughs> <laughs> any woman I've ever dated.
3: Oh. I, I told you it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit over 90 90 feet is what I said. So and I was 60 feet
2: over. 98.45 yeah. feet if you're scoring at home. And if you are, congratulations. It's a cold winter's day as the Mamas and Papas once sang, California dreams. Because
3: dreaming. I think it's, it's like three point yeah. something feet just, per meter. I just multiply
2: by three. I would have said 90. Yeah, it's 98.45 yeah. feet. So that's pretty deep. So if you want to take your Joy Joy watch, diving, skin diving... You know, if you a deep diver, you're not. No. But it's water-resistant. You, so you, it. yeah, yeah, you can snorkel with it. Yeah, you snorkeling. snorkel with
3: it. And they come, there's two bands that are like glow-in-the-dark, which I know you're going to like. Yeah. And then there's one that is a Delft's Blue, which for those of you who don't know what that is, that is a uh, very uh, famous Dutch... Ceramic that is is. Worth oh, I know that minute. color. You see yeah. it on all the pottery and they, stuff. Yes, the they plates. have it
1: all over the Philadelphia Museum of Art. They have they, they have the old school D- Dutch uh, tile tile work. And, it's so, and the blue like, is incredible.
3: Did man. you? It doesn't. It's not being advertised as Delft blue, which it should be. What is it?
1: Delft
2: blue. Delft. Delft
3: blue. Delft. D e l f t, and it's a city. Not Daft Punk. No, no. Not Daft no that's different. No.
2: No. That's
4: right. No. John Cio from Innovate Golf was texting me saying. Uh, buoyancy. He's like, I thought this. He tuned in right at buoyancy. He's like, I thought this was a sports show. I'm like, oh, far from it. What's the matter with these you know, people? Don't they Al understand Flew? the influence? It is a
3: sports plus
4: show. How <laughs> how basketballs people, and
3: footballs
2: are buoyant. How many other people come down here to Audio Avenue and know personally the voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide with 29 years behind the mic down there and, and five y- national and
3: knows that your picture is in uh, hallways. Of-
2: exactly right. The old Parliament. I, gotta, I forgot to ask if <laughs> the Parliament House is still there in Birmingham. Uh, it's a good hangout joint. Good, it was a hotel, but it had a great bar and restaurant in there. Uh, okay. And I had my first red snapper in that place. Red snapper fish, phenomenal. That was
3: in the restaurant, but it's in a hotel. What else did you have
4: at first I had day? A lot,
2: plenty of snapper down there <laughs> in Birmingham. <laughs> okay. You know they say, Southern That's, Bells. It wasn't fresh snapper. I'll southern <laughs> <tell> Bells <laughs> are held at night. Remember the song Moonlight Feels Right? Oh, yeah. And, the guy, and one of the lines is, I, I I have the radio on southern stations because southern bells are hell at night. Yes. Well, my Moon friend, Light feels right. Remember that song? Yes. Yeah. Moon yeah. Feels right.
4: Yeah, it's like a. I mean, it was like classic. 1960. No, it was 70s. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it wasn't. It was like groovy. Well, the Parliament House in Orlando, you don't want to have the Red Snapper there. It's, a, it's the most famous um, gay joint in Orlando. The
2: Parliament Why would you House.
0: You want to have the Red Snapper? They there? might have
3: <laughs> fabulous chefs. Who knows?
0: Exactly. They may. <laughs>